0: Hey, oh yeah It's really raining in the city Tonight is coming down Rain city Coming down tonight in the rain city Watching for the giant bats They're coming for you They're gonna bite your head Bite your head Hello, welcome back,
1: Rain it's City, Rain city, city Jerks. Jerks.
0: You want to try and syncopate that? What syncopation? Should I also say it? Rain City Jerks, all One, at the same time. On, on three. One, two, three. Rain, Rain City,
1: city Jerks. Jerks. Perfect. Man, that's that's like we could have
2: harmonized that.
1: Semi-pro syncopation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the first try. First try. You know what I mean? Pretty much nailed it. I mean.
1: Uh, We're joined by our special guest, uh, comedian. Yeah, we got a girl uh, episode. American traditional tattoo connoisseur, uh, squeak toy voice professional. Oh, true. Lauren Cocroft.
2: Have you guys ever described me as shrill before?
0: No.
1: I, I don't. I don't. Know you? I bet. Well I, I bet
0: you can get shrill. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, one hundred
2: percent. You have to ask like people like their outside pers- yeah. like perception of you. And squeak toy voice. Yeah. feels more accurate. But I think shrill is like the more like commonplace term. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, I like squeak toy shrill voice. Shrill
0: implies you're yelling at me about something. Like you're yeah. upset with me.
1: If we really? dated, we would definitely yeah. see your shrill right. side. But right. just being casual comedy acquaintances. No, no, Perfect. we don't get that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: I hope there's never a reason for you to be shrill with me.
2: I hope so, too. Yeah. I hate being naggy.
1: Do you feel that inside of yourself? Do you do things and then, like, your your third eye is like, oh, shit, I'm being a total Karen right now.
2: Okay, not Karen. I definitely feel like I can... I'm very particular, but sure. I, I. Can you
0: talk into the top of the microphone? I'm right? very particular, Great, thank
2: you. <laughs> and I, I think I just like I want people to do things the way I want them to,
1: mm-hmm. and so.
2: But then I, I won't vocalize it, and sure. then I get, I get flustered in that way. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. you bottle it up.
2: I, yeah, I do bottle it up. You Got a bottle. I bottle, but I, I feel like I'm also such we a. We live labbermout. in a society. We, yes.
1: This really says a lot <laughs> about our society. <laughs> Okay, so you bottle it. How how long can you bottle?
2: I mean, not long. I not f- long. I feel like I'm such a blabbermouth, too. Okay. I've
1: <laughs> so, so that's the release valve.
2: That's my problem. I feel like I I bottle things up because I want to like think I'm a person that's like, "Oh, I'll just let it slide." I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like cool and I'm chill, but I'm yeah. extremely not chill and everything is shown on me at all times. I can see that. My friends who are like just not comedians, normal friends. Mm-hmm. but I'm sure the two of you have seen me do this before. Is like if I get like frustrated or like someone makes fun of me or I'm like getting worked up, I'll do like this. Like
1: Jeez, she's she's scrunch- pouting. I think by- I
2: scrunch my neck up like in a really specific way. Uh-huh. And now when people can tell I get frustrated, like my friends will just do that face, <laughs> to at, make fun face of you. at me uh-huh. so that i know like that's what i'm doing i make you it's feel annoying. worse yeah yeah well i do feel worse but then i'm like they're right like i am 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. doing that
0: okay um how come women are so unchill
2: why are we so unchill
0: yeah, i don't I know i think people should the be older able to I get minds. The, like, the older i know. get the more i'm just like women are not chill
2: <sighs> we're not chill probably because of estrogen and like <sighs> Because we have babies I don't know It's like we have to be like Be worried about like Will I live Like will my offspring live
0: But you don't have a baby
2: I definitely don't want kids Yeah But
1: her body no, wants her To have a baby do, yeah, does my body does wants- your
0: body want you to have a
1: baby? Oh my
2: gosh, it does now. So I just changed my birth control. Uh-huh. I used to have What does that
0: feel like? What is what is that switch? Like what is your brain like whispering to you Be like yeah no just like take it. Just oh like my get God. a hot okay. load.
2: Let me Okay, let me tell you about what <laughs> changing my birth control is like. Okay, so okay. I, I used to have the implant, which is the one in your arm. Sure. Yeah,
0: my my first wife Uh-huh. she got that. Uh, she asked me to cut it out of her because she was making her insane. and then did you I, do it? I said no. And then she did it herself. You
2: could have it.
1: done it. Yeah. Uh, no, I could have. It's really shallow.
0: No, no, no. It
2: is really shallow. I used to It's not, a, it's to play not a
0: matter it. of could I have done it. It's just that, that I don't know, for some, like, it wasn't, a, it, no, I wasn't
1: going to do that. Uh, did it make the boob anyway. on that side bigger?
2: No, n- still a cups. Okay. No change in that. It can make you gain weight. Okay. Yeah. This was the third one I'd had. Okay. so the first one i had i didn't have a period at all okay the second one is that I had, good fantastic okay.
1: great fantastic. she's a modern woman she doesn't yeah. have time at 15 for years like that. old i was
2: like i have no period this is so perfect for the only person i'm gonna have sex with one time in three years okay and then i got a second one and i only had a period once every six months
1: okay also good
2: which was great and i got this one and i had my period every single day Every day, every day, jeez, and it was—I mean, it was like it was light, but that's such a nightmare. I ruined so much underwear. A drizzle, and I was like, "Yeah, it was. It was a drizzle. It was like sleet.
1: They don't make those implants like they used to. Jesus, no, it was, it, it was just getting like,
0: so it was like annoying and thick.
2: Yeah, it was like it was like yeah, goofy it freezes on jeez. the
1: road. Yeah. <laughs> it was a ha- public health concern.
2: Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I don't want this anymore. So I made like a big declarative statement." we were camping my boyfriend and I were camping and I like looked at him and I was like I think I'm gonna get an IUD like maybe the scenery would make that like romantic or sexy and so I made an appointment with my doctor and I was like I want the copper one because it doesn't have hormones right because that's the issue like the hormones were causing my period all the time right and she was like are you sure and I was like no copper one
1: fucks you up it did. You know, that's, that's where the story's bigger, going.
2: It's bigger. So I made the appointment and she like asked me if I was sure like like six times because she's like, it really hurts and we're not going to give you any pain medications for it. And I was like, all right, I guess. And I went and I took the streetcar to the poly clinic.
0: Okay. Downtown Seattle.
2: Downtown Seattle. And I went upstairs. This is funny because I'm trying to work on a bit about this too. But I went and they were like, okay, we need you to go pee in this cup because um like we need to know if you're pregnant or not and they just like gave me the cup and like left me alone and i peed and they're like wasn't anywhere for me to put my pee and so i just like walked around the entire like eighth floor of the polyclinic holding, holding, holding my pee like for everyone to see i was lid like or no lid lid okay uh, But I like. How
0: many cc's? We okay, talking? I
2: like definitely filled it up too high, which nice. is like kind of embarrassing. <laughs> and it was also too yellow, which is the oh, most so embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like everyone knows I'm like not drinking water right. then. And it's like, oh God, it's like. They I were
1: judging know. you so hard. They were. All they the nurses. Were.
2: And I was like, I was such a amputee. nervous wreck too. And I went and she so you know they like they lay you down and they they strap you up and i remember the nurse was like you don't have to fully undress because like we only need like the lower half available yeah. and i was like oh yeah it's cool i'll just poo bear it
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and
2: she right. was like um all right and i was like oh,
1: okay
2: <laughs> i was like okay thank you so much for your service
1: so you you bombed at your ic yeah, I appointment did.
2: <laughs> i did and so then so i lay down and i'm like strapped up and the procedure goes like this so they you know, speculum in, they crank you open. Mm-hmm. And that's. Uh, the first did time I ever had a, for
0: this, did you like trim up down there like for this appointment?
2: I did. I shaved. Okay. I shaved, but I still left some hair because I don't want my. You're an adult. I don't want my gyno to think I'm like one of those girls that like shaves it completely. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it bare. No. But I was like, I also didn't want her to know that I hadn't shaved it also in six months. Right. So I. You trimmed it. Up. I I trimmed it pretty heavily. Okay. uh
0: Respectfully.
2: Yeah. I wish she had made a comment like, "Oh, it's." I look so nice. Yeah. Like you did such a good job. Like what's do you your really? secret? Like
0: do you wish doctors said that?
2: No. Uh, well, yeah, my first that I could tell it as a story. Yeah. I, I definitely, I think purposely put myself in situations so that possibly something funny can happen. Sure, so eh? I can talk yeah. about it after. I feel like I, uh, like I guide people to like give me like okay. the answers or the reactions or the situations I want, which is not good because then it's like, disin- it's like disingenuous.
1: It is a layer removed.
2: But you
1: know, yeah. but it's been working for me so far. I'm
0: sorry. I interrupted you. They're cranking you open. She
2: cranked me open. <laughs> this is... Okay. So this is only the second time I've gotten a speculum put in mm-hmm. because I was afraid of getting a pap smear. Mm-hmm. And so you're supposed to get a pap smear. I the think when you, turn, scary. when you turn 21 I don't want and I just smear. used COVID as an excuse to like not get a pap smear for four years, but then I couldn't keep putting it off. Mm-hmm. So this is only my second time being, you know, widened uh, like that. And she's like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. She's like, I'm going to rub it to clean it all off first. And it is a Q-tip that is like essentially the size of this microphone. It's Mm -hmm. like she like puts it in, she like cleans it. And I'm like, okay, that was like a little uncomfortable. And she's like, okay, now we're going to measure the inside because they need to know how deep they need to insert the IUD. And it is like this little plastic. It looks like a hanger. It looks like what, you know, they use for abortions. And but it has like little lines on it. That was using a sensation. A
0: dipstick.
2: Yes. I hate those. Yeah. I hate those. I wanna just let it drip out of me. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I when you said dipstick. Yeah. You meant the candy.
0: No.
1: No he meant no, you the did mean oil the measuring. Device on a car.
2: Yeah. But she probably
1: doesn't know what that is. I
2: don't know what that is. I thought, okay, so there's a product called the Dripstick.
1: Okay. I I don't know what that is. And that
2: is meant to go inside of you to clean out everything after sex.
0: Huh. Never heard of it.
2: Well, look it up. Okay. Buy it in bulk.
1: The Dripstick. Could you imagine handing
2: that to someone after you've just had sex? What is it? Clean yourself up.
0: It's
1: like a Q tip. It's, like, it's, like oh. it's like
2: a Q tip. It's like a it's like a it's like a product, it's like a like tampon on a stick, I guess. Yeah. And you kinda like it's shove it in and little, clean yourself little, out
1: and take mop. it. A yeah, mop. it's like a mop. Uh, uh, a jizz mop. Yeah. An it, internal jizz mop. It
2: is an internal jiz mop. Have you used one before? No, because they're bad for you. Yeah, that yeah, sounds terrible. Sound, terrible it for it you. Sound That's good. how you get like uh infections and cuts yeah. and stuff.
1: No, that doesn't sound good. And the jizz is good for you in there.
2: It's moisturizing. Yeah, exactly. You know. You
1: absorb the nutrients out of it.
0: Yeah. It's like a testosterone shot.
1: Yeah.
2: Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Interesting. I'm learning so much.
1: That's what we're so, here so for. So are we. <laughs> yeah. So are we. Yeah.
2: You guys are, oh, are going to get IUDs like immediately after Man, this. I, I, I bet so that speculum fun. really
1: makes you appreciate average-sized penises.
2: Oh, so much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so much. It's like, wow, this is actually kind of nice. The big ones, they scare me.
2: I was laying there and I was like, thank God for white guys.
1: Yeah. White guys. have <laughs> been holding it down for years.
0: So is there more to that story?
2: Yeah. Okay, oh, so there's so much more. So you
1: you, you you get swabbed. they
2: insert the drip stick, right. okay, and it's like a deep internal feeling of what like I imagine getting poked on the other side of your belly button is like oh, internally, yeah. okay, but also excruciatingly painful. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And she pulls that out and she goes, "Okay, good." And I'm like, "Okay." Good. She goes, now we're going to hold your cervix open. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That sounds much milder than what it really is.
0: No, they that
1: sounds... Pierce, yeah.
2: They pierce it and like pry it open, and then they insert the IUD. God. And after she had pierced me, I like kind of like... Passed out a little bit. (laughs) And I like small mercies. (laughs) I kind of came to and she, like, her hand is on my inner thigh and it felt like so much pressure inside of me. And she's like, How are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm going to (laughs) fart. Oh my God. (laughs) She was like, Oh, that's totally natural because the same pressure, like, that's like occurring here is the kind of pressure you would feel when you need to fart. And she's like, "It's okay if you fart in my face."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pervert!
2: I know. Dude, and I specialist was like, doctors "I can fart in your
0: face." Specialist doctors are just secret perverts. I've been saying it for yeah. years. She, she got into that. Special, field. like she's so, my general ed. She's like, "No, you can fart." in my Not face. general
2: ed. That's college. Yeah. She's my general like doctor. She yeah. just like GP, happens yeah. to do these on the side. Doctors
0: yeah. are all freaks, man. Like, yeah, you can they doctors all,
2: you without
1: boundaries.
2: Yeah, so I didn't fart in her face, um, but she kept reassuring me that it'd be okay if I did, okay. and Jesus. and she like put it in, and it was like I the day of I like kept reimagining the pain and could probably have described it like better to you now, but at this point it just was like.
0: Do you Did you get your septum pierced? Is that pierced? It is, yeah? Yeah. Was it like that? Was it like a pop? Was it like, My
2: septum piercing was super easy. Mine
0: too. It was, but they just did there was, it. There was like a physical pop though. It didn't really hurt, but there was like a pop.
2: I didn't get the pop. Huh. But this, it felt like a pop. Okay. It, so I have to assume what you're describing—that's got to be what, like thing. giving
1: birth is, right? Where you like pierce the, pierce the cervix.
2: If that's any taste of what giving through. birth is like, it's
0: probably a mild touch of giving birth.
1: I, it, I oh, yeah. think
2: so. If that's what it's like in any sort of percentage, me not wanting kids is so justified. I feel so like. Confirmed in my belief that I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I'm so afraid of giving birth. That's a huge fear of mine. Is like being pregnant and having to give birth.
1: Yeah. So, so
0: we got on this topic. So now that you've gotten this, your body is still telling you that you want kids, and so your birth control has switched that on for you now. Okay.
1: Because now she doesn't have. So hormones. now I don't have. Look, did you any see that? We hormones. finally we
0: finally did one where we went on wild tangents and circled back to the original.
1: Point. Wow! It only took us a year. Yeah.
2: There's a first for everything. Um, I so yeah, so I wanted the copper one because I wanted I've been on hormones for 10 years because I got my first implant when I was 15. I went to Planned Parenthood. I didn't tell my parents. Rabbit. And I this is a fun little tangent. I went with a girl that I liked, mm-hmm. and we were like kind of gay.
0: Yeah. And, and you were like, you know we what? We better, got, we better be we, safe. We better we, get birth control if we're gonna both, fuck.
2: But we were also super <laughs> horny. We're both we're both bi and we were both super horny, and so we both were like, we're gonna get implants. And then she came over that night and we hooked up, which feels like the opposite of what you should do after getting birth control. Like you shouldn't like do the one kind of sex that doesn't require double
1: birth control. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it and was good. plant
1: and it fucking was good. girls. It was
2: great. Yeah, it was super fun. And so, but yeah, but I've been on hormones since I was 15. So I was like, am I crazy? Like, let's see what I'm like. <laughs> uh, and so far, I feel exactly the same, which is still just like a little mildly intense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But your, your baby clock is ticking. You feel it.
2: I don't feel the need to have a baby, but I do. I feel a little bit more paranoid now about okay. like... Caring for like the the youngins Keeping and like, things the youth. Alive. or maybe it's just because I have a pet cat now, and like to me that is my baby.
1: Mm. Uh, does the IUD pierce your boyfriend's penis when no, he has sex so with you? No, a, so that's
2: that's thing. So it's like the strings oh, are yeah. down, mm-hmm. and because uh, I'm so I'm gross and i'm curious sure i like two days after getting it put in i shoved my fingers up there because i was like what's it feel like and it felt like strings it does feel like strings yeah yeah. uh but he has not felt them i think apparently they're supposed to like curl up and like not be felt you just
0: told on your boyfriend
2: no i didn't (laughs) no i didn't because i can't feel them them. (laughs) either i can't feel them either i've put my fingers in there again since Uh okay they do
0: come off sometimes which is a whole other thing. I had thing. this
2: nightmare the other night that my IUD fell out, mm. but a part of it didn't, and it was stuck inside of me. Yeah. And then I had to have a surgery to get that like little part taken out.
1: Hmm.
2: I woke up in a cold sweat. Oh, I was so nervous. Uh, did
1: you do Google searches to see if of that's course. a thing?
2: Of course I did, because it is a did. thing. That's how people get pregnant on the IUD. Their IUD falls out. They don't know it.
1: Mm. And now you then can't feel the strings?
2: And I can't feel the strings.
1: No strings attached.
2: <laughs> I haven't had it that long, so I feel like it can't... I feel like I would have noticed if it... Fell out. It would like plop in the toilet that's or in how, my underwear or something. That's
0: how people get pregnant. Fuck.
2: Well, if I get pregnant, I'm naming him. You know, J. Jack.
0: No, you're not. You're not going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> J. Jack's not a bad name, though. I think that was a King of the Hill character, wasn't it? As a Joe
1: Jack. Joe Jack. Joe Jack. Yeah. was a propane salesman. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do Was I get to ask a question? Now? Sure, ask. Yeah, her, go yeah. for it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Please. Do you guys like condoms? Do no, those like? Can you no, really? Okay. If you what? okay, feeling the strings, feeling the strings. Can you really feel a condom? Like, is it really that? Yeah. Like,
1: it's it's, uh, it's big it's, of
2: a nuisance. Yes.
1: It really? Is, it is night and day.
0: Like it's like it's like a, try imagine cooking an omelet with a boxing glove on. What?
1: Oh, a oh, boxing okay. glove,
2: but compared to a condom. So, so
1: so like I'm a massage therapist. Okay. I am super experienced at touching people's bodies and assessing the tissue tone. If I was wearing a rubber glove, I would lose so much tactile sensitivity. Like, I couldn't feel what was going on in the deeper layers of tissue.
2: Unfortunately, that was an actually really good description. Yeah. And I feel like that that made a lot yeah. of sense.
1: And And so, like... Uh, Jack, I, Jack and I are both skilled cocksmen <laughs> All
0: right.
1: uh, And like when you're, when you're in there You want to feel the different kind yeah. of pressure points And put different kind of pressure Into those points And with the condom You're about maybe 33 to 50% less sensitive Than you would be Like you can still do something But it's not really like An energetic exchange In any way yeah. So, yeah, okay. like we, we don't want to have babies either.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I got a vasectomy.
1: You, uh, you had a did? vasectomy. Yeah. What was
2: that like? They put you under for that, don't they? You've never
0: heard my vasectomy joke?
2: No.
1: Amazing. What? Um, no, I don't
2: know. I mean, think the I joke
1: and the story is a different thing. Sure, right. Yeah, I
2: feel like I've heard the joke. I, I don't know the story. I mean, there's
0: no story. I just got a vasectomy. Yeah.
2: When did you get it?
0: Uh, I was probably 30. No. Do you have any kids? 31? No. Good. No. Perfect. 29 maybe?
2: You're 29. Still trying 29? to get Tyler to, to get a vasectomy.
0: I mean, does he want kids? No, we then both don't want kids. Just fucking do it. I mean, and you don't you g- don't you don't you factor ever... into this equation, but like if he's yeah. decided that he doesn't want kids, then like
1: yeah, he should definitely How get one. How old is he? He's 30. He's 30. Yeah. Fucking do it. Like, yeah, he, he might have a part of him that's holding out.
2: Yeah. No, he's no, he's very anti-kid. I think even more so than me.
1: Mhm. On what grounds?
2: Like, why did he doesn't want kids? Yeah. Oh, there's so many reasons. I'm selfish. That's sure. one. I don't want to have to care no, and pay right. for someone yeah. else. For Like, for people what? say 18 years. It's not 18 years. It's the rest of your life. I call my parents all the time. I'm a little whiny baby. I'm like, meh, meh, meh. So it, I know that that's what I'm going to produce, too. I know me. I know what I would create. I don't want that. I don't want to, like, be tied down to another person because i think it's selfish i i just know i just understand that like that's just not something i want also i don't know the environment the world's burning Uh, i don't want to bring another person into this thing we're on the same page like it's It's too much
0: to do to somebody it's just
2: too much to do to somebody and also it's just like i've never wanted motherhood i just don't want to be a parent it's wonderful people who do but i even think that a lot of those people do it for the wrong reasons a lot of the time and i i can barely afford myself i can't afford Anything that comes with pregnancy, birth, and then raising someone right. for years and years and years. I'm paycheck to paycheck.
0: Same. Like,
2: I can barely afford litter.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no. those are the reasons. Those are the reasons. Those are the reasons.
0: Uh, so I don't know. So what's holding them up? What's his. Uh,
2: I think it's finding out how. To get it done, like, did you just say to your like regular doctor that you want one, and they just no? I just
1: called. To spit. They, they're they're giving them away. Yeah, they're just, like, like there is see, no that's the barrier. Most annoying to... thing about
2: men's healthcare versus like women's healthcare is like I had to like sign a bunch of waivers and like say I was really sure I wanted an IUD and like because I want to get my tubes tied.
0: I mean, at the time... but they
2: won't. They'll deny me because I'm well, too young.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't that fuck with your hormones though? Like, wouldn't that like Who basically? Cares? Doesn't that, well, I think you yeah, would care. You would because that basically throws your body into menopause. And you're like what twenty five? Yeah, I am. 25. Yeah, you would, you would go through menopause at twenty five, and your body would just die basically. Yeah. Like you need those hormones <sighs> all right. for something.
2: My youthful glow. Okay, fine. Oh, I understand that, but a, a vasectomy is much easier on the body. No, so
0: it's like yeah, it's super I, easy. I try and, like it's more invasive to get your wisdom teeth pulled out than it is a, to get a vasectomy. Yeah, like, the tube is right on the surface. It's just they give you local anesthesia. Like they just stab you in the balls with a needle. And then you can't feel anything. And then they cut you open on the seam, pull out your vast defrons, Ugh. and snip, snip. And how long did it take?
1: Fifteen minutes. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, they bang them out.
2: They're just like. Basectomy, yeah, basectomy, basectomy. I mean,
1: super, it's super. It's, it's the same as like neutering a dog. It's like super easy. <laughs> Woof. I mean, you could
0: go to a veterinarian and have them do it. Yeah. Like, if you found a questionable veterinarian, they would do it for much cheaper.
1: And if you found a good enough YouTube tutorial, you could do it at home.
0: Feasible? Absolutely. Yeah. You could, absolutely you could. But yeah. you wouldn't
2: remove the implant.
0: What
1: implant? out of your
2: ex ex wife's arm?
0: Oh, I mean,
2: that's full circle.
0: Uh, no, because she was crazy and <laughs> okay. like uh. There was just too many variables in that for for me. Like, I'm not cutting. He you.
1: trusts himself with his own balls, yeah, versus someone else's arm. All
0: right, okay. yeah. There's like there's too many variables in this. Like I'm not I'm not doing this.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: He's I'm about to go home. I'm gonna take the bus back home after this, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like, all right, you're getting a vasectomy. I figured out how to get you to get it. No no more like piddling around. I mean he's the baby bush. He, he's, he's
1: hemming and hawing. Does he have? health insurance
2: yeah he does yeah
0: there, i mean i think it costs and this is like a while ago but i had i had good health insurance at the time and i think it costs like 500 bucks maybe
2: okay that's not too bad like, so so if he got the even, if he got like, the
1: vasectomy would you get the iud taken no, out this thing
2: lasts for 12 years getting it in hurts so bad yeah. it's staying in me for at least 12 more years
1: yeah
0: I mean, you're just double protected, but then it's just, like, never a risk. You know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. it also, if he's committed to the idea of not having kids, like, why walk around with a loaded gun? Like...
2: True.
1: I don't know. I, I was super anti-natalist until I was about 30. Then I had some little stirrings of a biological clock go off. I mean, I, had me. to,
0: I have the stirrings of a biological clock all the time. I think, like, on paper, I would be a great dad but like all of of the complaints that you're saying are also true to my life to where like one I don't want to be around like I don't want to live a life where I'm around a kid and like I think you need to be around your kids so that seems selfish pretty much all the time right
2: that's pretty much being a parent
0: and like I don't want to do that I don't want that either and so it seems incredibly selfish to bring someone into that and then two also I am poor and like to not be poor I would have to work way more in which I would have to give up on myself and like my just it basically it takes away from me time and that's all i'm far really interested out in the
2: pros yeah at, at least in my personal opinion and in like my personal for life.
0: what like oh cool so like i know how the sausage is made so i'm just like hey yeah the world's on fire and there probably aren't going to be jobs in the future and like money <laughs> basically means nothing and like i don't know what anything means in 10 years from now but like have fun figure it out like yeah
2: have you ever sold your, like, uh, sold your sperm? You they can't do that it. now.
0: They never want it. I'm not tall enough.
2: You're not tall enough? you
0: got to be at least six feet tall.
2: How tall are you? 5'10". What? Have you ever sold your sperm?
0: No, nah, they want it, though.
2: They want it?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm Jewish, yeah, too. Yeah, he's got the Jew, <gasps> six-foot Jew. How
2: much could you make if you sold it?
1: Not that much.
2: See, because I mean, I Tyler can't sell it's... his because he's diabetic. Uh, but I would make him sell it if he could. Interesting i'd be like go babe
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> go I, sell I your sperm i mean you're getting paid to come right but like i really don't think they pay you very yeah. much
1: I, I don't i don't like coming like i don't want to go in and have to do that like every couple weeks you also. don't
2: like coming i
1: don't like coming no what it, it it depletes me it depletes me of a vital resource in you a way
2: just, is this like a real thing
1: yeah for him it is yeah yeah
2: when's the last time you came
1: It's been less than a month.
2: Do you just do it because you feel like you have to? How I,
1: do you decide sex is over? There, there, there's, there's palpable endpoints. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a
2: very big believer in, like, coming doesn't, like, doesn't signify, like, the end of sex. It's when I say it's over.
1: Well, for guys, a lot of times it is. <laughs> yeah, well, the that makes sense. At least, yeah, the, it's the at reverse. least a pause. <laughs> yeah, it's at least a pause. Um... No, so like I was really into like yoga and meditation and being a vegan in my 20s. Right. And uh, I kind of like, I noticed when I would come, I would have this big drop in energy for days or like almost a week at a time. And then I, you know, learned the secrets of like tantric sex and using that as a resource. And uh, yeah, now I hate to come. Wow. And how
2: long has that been?
1: Almost 15 years now. Wow.
0: Yeah. Do you subscribe to the orgone energies?
1: Um I mean I think that a lot of people like make up new names for something like that but it's like the same as like chi or prana or No,
0: what if you came universal and you, would energy Would eat it to reabsorb it that way?
1: Mm-hmm. I used to. Now, now I find it a little distasteful. Up. I put a little paprika on it, <laughs> nice. I like nice. a spicy cum, a lot like of protein. Kind, of a, kind of a Tex-Mex. Yeah. Yeah. Do you
2: find yourself waking up with like, like a lot more like hard-ons or like, I mean, like this, the, wet same, dreams? the same like, you, amount, the same amount.
1: I mean, I've had like one or two wet dreams in my life and they weren't related to not coming.
2: You said you used to be vegan. Okay, this is so funny because I am still vegan. Sure. My favorite Reddit is the ex-vegan or mm-hmm. carnivore mm-hmm. Reddit, and my favorite posts on that are like, "I was vegan, and now I all I eat is butter and and beef." I wake up with so many erections. All I have is erections. Yeah. I'm waking up like I'm 11 years old. I'm 11 years old and I've got a heart on Hell and I'm yeah. coming every night in my sleep. I've got wow. wet dreams. You couldn't even imagine my sheets. And I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever read. I'm glad they're not vegan anymore. They, trade, I don't they want traded them to be veganism
1: vegan. for porn addiction. Yeah,
2: literally. <laughs> literally. It's, a yeah. Fun, it's a fun no, experience. My dick
1: worked just the same. When <laughs> I was vegan, it was not a problem. Uh, but I feel a lot better now that I eat meat, so...
0: Yeah, why why aren't you eating meat?
2: Why am I vegan? <clears throat> yeah. I just... So I went vegan during COVID.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Tyler's also... um He's a vegan, too.
1: Was he vegan first?
2: He was. he He's been vegan for, like, 15 years. Wow. Um, yeah, and he's fine. He's, you, like, never Are you, felt, like, a French
0: fry vegan, or are you eating a balanced diet?
2: I eat a very balanced diet. Okay. But I eat, I eat French fries pretty religiously, like, when I go out to, like, yeah. places that, like, don't serve, like, vegan food. Like, if I'm ever... Like, uh, like, at, like an open mic or like anything, and like I can get fries. I'll probably order. What's, fries. Your,
1: what's your, what's your dip? What's ketchup, my dip? Ranch. Oh, uh, I mayo. like ketchup.
2: I'm also a barbecue sauce person. See, my gray area is honey, so I'll still eat honey. Okay. Um, so barbecue sauce is okay, on the table. Okay. I like buffalo sauce too. Buffalo so sauce So I'll is also nice. dip in buffalo sauce, but I've never been a ranch person. I've never. I've where never are you from? On the ranch craze. I'm from Southern California. I'm from Orange County. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No, ranch does nothing for you. Yeah. I really don't like ranch either. That's, not, that's you don't like neither ranch? of your cultures. I mean, it's
0: fine. I don't dislike ranch, but it's I'm not I'm obsessed with to ranch. To me, ranch
2: is just like all right.
0: It's fine.
1: It's like
2: I, it's like I know people growing up. Where it's like they had to dip their pizza yeah. in ranch. It's Like gross. Oh, it's so good.
1: Meh. No. A nice Meh. barbecue ranch. That's no. That's barbecue divine. ranch. That's the sad. crust
0: is. You don't need to dip the crust or anything. It's good on its own. You don't
1: need to. Yeah. But it makes it
0: better. You know yeah, what sauce I do right. feel
2: like religious over? Cane's sauce. Cane's, like the chicken finger.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Chain. You've never had Cane's? Oh, I, uh, it's, I like, know of the Cane's. South. I've it's never from the had South. It before. It's from the South. And they opened like one West Coast like location in Costa Mesa, which is where I'm from. And it was sure. like, right outside my parents' neighborhood. So I ate there all the time. That sauce what's, is what's, worth what's like the flipping sauce? your shit over. Okay. So it's, I think. I think I've never made it before and I never worked at Cane's and it's like s- secret, yeah. but I yeah, think yeah. it is like ketchup, Worcestershire, I want to say like mayo or ranch. It's like something that's white. Creamy. It's like creamy. And I want to say like extra pepper. Someone is going to listen to this and be like, idiot. It's this clearly. But I think Worcestershire sauce is like the secret ingredient. That's not vegan. like a Worcestershire. I know it's not. Yeah. It. I can't eat. I haven't had cane sauce in like two years.
0: Is this a moral decision? Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: I think in the same way that I didn't want to have kids, uh, like because of the like, would you global eat impact
0: animals would you eat well cared for. You know, I
2: toss, I toss around the idea of eating eggs. Um, eggs if, I, are like, totally if fine. the egg was like plopped in my hand yeah. and like, I was just like, was like, Oh, that's cool. Um, I actually, I think I would eat a cow that was like an asshole. Like if I like met the cow and I was like, that cow's a dick, like I'd probably kill him myself. Hmm. But at this point, it's like, yeah. it's just easier to be vegan. Like what all am- my friends are that aren't comics and like my partner is. So, you know, I'm really only like feeding myself and like eating for myself. So I just like stick with veganism. Uh-huh. But I'm very like indifferent about other people being vegan. That probably makes me a bad vegan. I probably should care more. I think that but... <laughs> makes you a better vegan. <laughs> I just, I it don't makes know, it's you, like it my personal decision. It makes you to other
1: vegans, but it makes you better to non-vegans.
2: Yeah, that that probably is a positive. It's probably why people still talk to me, even though I'm vegan.
1: I didn't even know. I didn't even you know. didn't.
2: You guys don't know. Yeah. No. I I'll be honest with you. I think that the real reason I went vegan is because I had a joke I wanted to tell, and I wanted that joke to like be true. And so I was like, I have to go vegan now. It's the same reason why I came out to my parents as like bisexual. I was, like I wrote a joke, and then I was like, I can't like have the, this joke won't be true if I don't actually like come out to my parents.
0: Interesting. Jokes
1: can be lies. Jokes know. can be complete yeah. lies.
2: I know jokes can be lies, but not, I, not
1: your jokes. Not
2: my jokes. All of my jokes are at least like ninety percent true. What is, what
1: is your Cobra joke writing
0: jokes. process like?
2: My joke writing process is I can't sit down and write. I'm terrible at that. You I can't get focus. Over that. I should what? You should
0: get over that.
2: I know I should. I still do it. Um, I do it when I work because I, uh, you know, it's like get paid to write jokes on the clock um, at my cubicle. I'll be like, what if? <laughs> um, I, but I get like so unfocused. So those become more like diary entries. They're just like kind of long and rambly. Um, I, that's like really the only way like my brain can work. Most of the time, yeah, something... Yeah, but you just
0: cut the fat off of it.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's how... That's usually like what ends up happening. So...
0: Do you want a tip? When you yeah, write, <laughs> I do, I would love a tip when you write, write one sentence, leave a space, write one sentence like so you can go back and punch it up that way you know what I mean you write the journal entry, then like you have room to like write in the actual jokes after what you're actually saying.
2: my actual jokes I've written in my notebook are written like that, but then I'll just start a new page because then I have too many right and it, it's it's just like chicken scratch um but usually something will just, like, happen to me, or I'll, I'll think something that's funny, or I'll get really worked up about it. Or um, I feel like most of my best jokes have come from me complaining about something. <laughs> those are the uh, best. It's your superpower.
0: Those, th- those are my favorite jokes, yeah. So
2: it's like uh, – uh, I'll, I'll give an example because you guys have probably heard this one, but it's like I – wore a beret to my office Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm so fashionable like everyone in the office is gonna absolutely eat this up i'm gonna get so many compliments all day i can't wait to be in the office and be the girl who was bold enough to wear a beret well and i literally like got off the elevator and was met eye to eye with another girl wearing a beret (laughs) and it looked so much better on her and i was so mad i fumed all day about it because she was just like oh my god we're twins like how fun how cute and i was literally like fuck you yes i was like i was like ha 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 <laughs> you want to push her down you. the stairs i did yeah and the worst part too Full is like when i women aren't chill. wear a hat <laughs> my hair i get such bad like bedhead hat, hat hair, hair yeah, yeah. that i can't take the like hat off But she took her hat off and she looked Even better. It it looked like her hair was styled by someone at Dry Bar. Like they spent hours like fixing her hair, and it was like loosely curled. And I and she was like, "Oh yeah, I just wear it for warmth." I wear it when I'm outside. And I was like, oh, you wear it when you're outside.
1: She just woke up like that.
2: And I got home and I like was so angry. And I was like pacing back and forth in my apartment. And I was like, can you fucking believe her? She also wore a beret. She's
1: so on character. And (laughs) I was
2: so mad. And Tyler was on the phone with his mom. And I was like, she hadn't heard any of the conversation. And over like from the distance, she heard me go, what's the worst thing that can happen when you wear a beret? Someone else wears a beret! See, that's
0: shrill, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I
1: shrill. I was
2: just so livid about it, and I still am. And th- there was a couple other times, And too, you still like, have to
1: see that girl every day.
2: Well, she... <sighs> Thank God she left. Thank she, God. Yeah, well, she left to do a what graduate colo- program at Harvard. The, so. What color
0: were the berets?
2: I have a tan beret. Oh. It's like a beige one. And she was wearing a red beret. Oh, wow. So much better than me. Raspberry the, beret. Yeah. yeah. It was so cute on her, too. She just looked like... she just looked. It looked effortless on yeah. her. Yeah. That was the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. Because I spent probably 20 minutes that morning going back and forth about like oh god i'm gonna wear this beret like is it too much
0: and she
1: didn't even think about And she didn't it.
2: even think about it she just threw it on threw it on like the bitch she is <laughs>
1: you know hats are high risk high reward
2: yeah they are well i ha- used to have i don't i i call it hat confidence mm-hmm. i never had hat confidence um and i think it's because i have very fine like thin hair i feel mm-hmm. like hats would like flatten my hair and in like 2021 i bought myself a baseball cap that's Mm. corduroy and i was like i'm gonna wear this and it is gonna shatter it's gonna shatter boundaries you're
1: just gonna destroy the concept of baseball baseball hat what color was it
2: it was the i'll wear it sometimes so you can see it so like the head part is like an olive green corduroy okay and then the bill yeah is that hat anatomy
0: the brim the brim
2: is white it's like an off-white okay and I really like it. I think it looks great. I have another corduroy one that's like a light blue. Um, and I wear them during the summer a lot. But not since I cut my hair. I feel like it doesn't look good with the short hair. Sure. But with the longer hair, I really liked it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have hat confidence. But you I don't do know when to wear
1: it. Yeah, it's just sitting yeah. lo- you looking at you. In your room, and you're like, "Fuck! Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do with this awesome hat?"
2: Sometimes I'll wear like a headscarf. I really, I really like um
1: headscarf would be a good look for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. I,
2: I, I, feel like I've worn them a few times. That's when I like I haven't washed my hair in a few days, and it's just like impossible to fix. My hair is really difficult to fix unless I get it like fully wet and sure. start over again. So if I, if you ever see me now in like a like a headscarf or something, just know I probably haven't showered in a few days, um, and that is like what I'm like making up for it with. But I think it goes a lot with like my sense of style. I wear a lot of like vintage clothes, like from the the 60s and stuff. So I think it kind of just like adds to the character.
1: Sure. Absolutely.
0: What would you call your style?
2: Well, if I was looking at my closet, I'd say mismatched because I feel like I waste so much time every day like not being able to put outfits together because I like to buy the like loud, colorful, fun item. The problem is that item doesn't go with anything else in my closet, so I don't have like anything. It's difficult for me to put stuff together. I I like to I like a lot of vintagey clothing, so I'd probably say like unique.
1: Eclectic. That's,
2: unique is the most like ununique term to describe yourself. It's like, "Oh, I'm so unique." It's like everyone's said that.
0: Um All Eclectic
2: right. is a good one. Probably vintage. So for me,
0: I ha- I I have a couple uh looks, so like uh proletariat vampire okay yeah uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say a hard word but don't be offended because i'm saying it about myself but uh militaristic art fag okay. and <laughs> okay and there was another one that but now i can't remember what i said but i think there was something else but those are my main two looks how would you I'll, so, I'll have to come so back in to the you in that
2: character okay um flamboyant, like difficult try hard.
1: <laughs> okay. I was thinking try hard when you were talking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so my parent when I was a kid, I feel like I am I am myself like my whole life. I feel like I have always been the same as I am now. And when I was a kid, I used to change my clothes so often so frequently. I like mm-hmm. to do like costume changes throughout the day that my sure. parents had to put a lock on my closet. Wow. Oh, really? And so now Tyler is toying around with the idea of putting a lock on Because you would closet. just like change
0: your clothes now, so I change often. my clothes so
2: much. It gives me so much anxiety. I'll stand in the mirror and just like look at myself and be like, this doesn't hang right. That doesn't look right. I'm trying too hard. I'm not trying hard enough. I haven't worn this article of clothing in long enough. I need to wear it now. Oh, well, I feel the pressure to wear this outfit do, do you want a tip yeah
1: just find one outfit and wear the same thing every day i can't day. do
2: that
0: i can't do yeah, that my,
1: my my look is a canadian tuxedo ambassador
0: oh my other I've, i remember what you just it is do it it every you day. written down my i i, I talked i messaged with a friend about this my other look <laughs> is classic batman villain goon just like in just like a background character you yeah. uh, henchman yeah when I wear the purple pants and a striped shirt and, I mean, and a hat, like I feel like I'm just like a Batman goon,
1: You're just waiting for the Boy Wonder to punch you out. Yeah, just like Batman bam. villains
2: do love the color purple, specifically, especially in the
1: '60s. Oh, well, purple and green—that's how you know someone's a villain. Yeah, it's true. They so got those colors.
0: My favorite colors.
2: Are those your favorite colors? Purple
0: and green, yeah, for sure.
1: Hmm. Uh, I want to ask you about the voice.
0: My voice, yeah. Why, so, why so, is it so fucking high,
1: Lauren? So you tell jokes <laughs> and, and like, okay, so, so, so there is like this female comic voice, okay, where they'll go into this like super high, like squeak toy chipmunk register. It's not, it's not your normal voice, but you'll like deliver punchlines in the voice, like she does it. Courtney Bird does it all the time, like. Mm.
2: Now I just feel insulted. Okay, so the voice, I think that the voice is like a nerves thing.
1: Okay. Um
2: I, I feel like generally I have a voice that's like sort of in a higher register. Sure. So then like, you know, you, you guys understand this, but like, you know, when you say a punchline, like you're trying to lead the audience to understand it's the punchline. So Maybe what? subconsciously. Yeah. So I think the voice is like a subconscious, like. So
1: it's not a conscious choice.
2: Not always for you to do this. Voice. No, and I feel like I've heard myself not do it before, and and when I get more nervous or I feel off my game or I'm in my head, I hear myself do it more. Interesting. So I think it's something that it's like always like. Being worked on or like, you know, understanding or like hearing it in yourself, like in the moment and not like getting hard on yourself about it, but just like shifting and, you know, like, you know, recalibrating a little bit. But Mm -hmm. my voice is just like this. Like I do it regardless of a microphone in my hand. I definitely do it like at work in my apartment, like, with my friends, but I think I'm always on in general, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm always kind of telling stories, telling jokes, just well, in no, I, normal I, I, life. I don't
1: mean your, your, your normal voice. Like, your normal voice is fine. Like, there, there's not anything wrong with that. Like, I'm not trying to give you a complex about that or anything, but, like, you do the – you switch it into, like, a higher, more nasal register,
2: Interesting. Maybe that's just my singing background. When you do <laughs> jokes,
0: but I mean, it's a lot of people,
1: though. Yeah, like it, yeah, it, I it, don't think it's, it's, it's exclusive. I've in, heard in, it with in, other people a lot. Women and young women comics.
2: I think... Oh, I don't know. That's so difficult. I can't give you the answer. I can't tell you why it happens. Sure. I think that it's like... I think it's like almost a reflex. Because I think there's a flip side. I think that there can be... I feel like there's probably a male equivalent to that. Mm-hmm. Or just like... Yelling. I You know, yeah. It's... I think it's just that repackaged in like a woman's voice. Um
1: like maybe a, like a caricature of femininity.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way to describe it perhaps is So it's
1: it's not something that you like script into your no, material. No, not at all.
2: I think I think it just kind of comes out. I mean, certain Because it works. Like I see I see it, see it work and when sometimes. you when you
1: do it like people start cracking up.
2: Yeah, I definitely will say I think I think it's just like me speaking for myself, I can't speak for any other comics because Mm -hmm. I think that there is kind of a line between, at least with my own understanding is like there are some times where I'm very aware of it. Sure. And so I feel like I can use it to my advantage if, it is relatable to an audience that is perhaps younger women or like just younger people, or they're just like already on board with me, sure. and they're like they're feel they're catching my vibe and they're they're riding this squeak toy wave. But there are other times where I think when I get really in my head and it's hard for me to like regain control of my set or like regain control of like my nerves or just like where my set is going, that it can get kind of into like shrill caricature territory sure. that is like really difficult to rein back in and that you know and that's obviously like always where i can tell like myself between like oh that was a set where i did really well and i felt good if i like watch myself back and like Mm -hmm. another set where it's like you like you lost a little bit you know it's like you're you're breaking the the scale of the (laughs) of the of the speakers
1: all right i'm satisfied
2: I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna be very hyper aware of it now. You're never gonna hear me talking a a, a voice higher than this now. Well, it's
1: something you can no. <laughs> use. Like I, I, I'm stunned to hear it's not like a conscious choice, and that like I had to kind of like drag it out of you to be like to even know to even notice what I was talking about. Because, uh, yeah, like I've seen you do it a lot, and it really seems to be a calculated move for you it's and, so and most people that I see. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the Courtney Bird effect. Yeah, the Courtney Bird effect. Yeah.
2: Do you guys is that like a like a stamped name for it?
1: I mean Well, no, she's just a local comic that that, that does it. Yeah. Like she'll lean but on she that a She knows she does it. Yeah.
2: I know she knows she does yeah. it. I def- I will definitely say I'm
1: 50/50 where mm-hmm. I I
2: can know I know what I'm doing, but it's usually a negative when I know that I'm doing it.
1: Okay. Well, then I am in, in my
2: head too much.
1: I think you should uh hone that tool
2: oh okay because
1: yeah no it's 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 useful it's powerful it works on people and uh you know now it's just this pure chaos that you don't have control over
2: it's true but
1: it's something that you could kind of wrangle and use because yeah you're like an
0: x-men who just found their power
2: i did that is i was just about to say that i feel like a batman villain now that has power
1: you have power Because it's it's a a caricature of femininity, and like, you know,
2: wow.
1: You know, you already present as this, you know, very like young, feminine person, and to like go into that register and say things that like, oh, that's not what that person is supposed to say. Yeah, you know, people really, you know, have their minds blown.
0: How did you get started in comedy? Like, why?
2: Okay um i did theater my whole life
0: okay and i went
2: to performing arts high school okay but i was like never the favorite from it, where um f- southern california so oh. like orange county okay um everyone's a star there it's like so close to la i feel like everyone has some sort of like performing arts ego um but i loved theater it was probably like my true passion i like really loved it but was just bitter all the time i was like was not a favorite like people just didn't get me. And I like definitely used humor to sort of like cope with that, I would say. So I feel like I did a really like good job of just like in theater scenarios, like very openly, like making a joke and like saying some sort of punchline about the situation instead. And I felt like that was like far more positively like responded to than necessarily like my theater, like burp, like acting skills. Um, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I went to community college and I was scouted to join the speech and debate team because of my like theater background and like my um I guess like personable personality which is a lot more like monologues and like speech writing than it is like debate so like I didn't really do like the debate side of it I didn't argue anything I'm really bad at that but I was really good at the like acting and like performing side of it and there was a type of speech that was called it depends like regionally where you are um but there's one that's called like after dinner speaking or like um speech to entertain and it was essentially like a stand-up like set that like you picked a single topic and it had like sources and it had research and like usually you were doing something that like you cared about um but then you just like wrote a bunch of jokes into it Hmm. and uh, and I won. Like I was like the two year like California champion of for that the whole event state. for the whole state. Jesus. Wow. And then I went to nationals, and I like won at nationals both years too. And I was like the top speaker in California in like 2017, and it just was like huge ego boost. And I like I knew then I wanted to do stand up, but I was like a little too afraid to like go and actually like do like physical stand up. I felt like I didn't understand how to like write without the parameters i was like nervous about like doing that and i because i i'm pretty like i'm pretty intense and like a pretty big perfectionist i i struggle with this at open mics too where it's like i really won't take out a new joke until it's like already written like i i won't like just try the idea out first i Hmm. have to have something that's like almost already a joke i would perform in my opinion before i'll like even take it to anywhere
1: it's not a terrible instinct.
2: Yeah, I I, I don't think it is, but it, I think it holds me back from doing a bigger amount of stuff that could possibly be successful. Sure. Um, because I, I think I like I have to make it perfect first, and so I like I was a little too afraid to try stand up when I was there, and I transferred and I went to school in Virginia, um, like right outside of DC. And I was like, it's now or never. Like you need to like do comedy while you're over here. I think when I was over there too, like I was afraid of people from high school or like my parents getting too involved. Sure, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm across the country now. Like no one knows me. So like, what's the fear? And I, my friends knew I wanted to do stand up, and there was, and I should know his name because I feel like I for the sake of the story I should know who this comedian is but there was a touring comic coming to George Mason and he like got second place or something on America's Got Talent and you know he was coming and they like posted a thing and they were like we're looking for student stand-ups like we want you to audition and like you know perform stand-up and open for this comic and so I went And I didn't have a like actual joke prepared. I just like went in and I was like, yeah, I'll just like tell you a funny story of like something that happened to me. And for like school administrators, I told this story of how I got workers' comp because I got injured on the job. And I went to an urgent care and the doctor was like supposed to like check out my knee. But then instead, he was like, what's this glittery nail polish you got on? And he like rubbed all of my toes. And I was like, and I like made this joke and I was like, this little piggy went to market and like this little piggy went home and this little piggy got assaulted and they laughed, but they were like, did this happen here? Like, do we need to call the authorities? And I was like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. It was a joke. And they were like, okay. And then they like called me like two days later and they were like, we loved you. Like you get to do 15 minutes. (laughs) And the first thing I ever did for comedy was like a 15 minute opening set for like this guy that came and i have a video of it and i i I watched it back and i feel really good about it still i'm like very impressed with myself there was another guy who was on the show who was like going out to dc all the time was like very hyper about comedy and was like before my set was like very nice to me he was like oh like you've never done comedy before little girl like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like welcome and i did great and he bombed nice and was so like mad about it. He still
1: thinks about that. I'm sure he does. I'm
2: sure he does. And then after that, I like signed up for like a few open mics in DC and like went into the city a few times and then COVID hit. And so then everything shut down and like everything just like stopped and I moved back home. Um, after being suicidal for a little bit uh, And I moved back to California And then I was in LA for a while And I did comedy a few times in LA During co- like COVID But just felt down about it It just like wasn't the same And then when I moved here I like made it a really big point That I like wanted to like Really get into comedy Now that I live here It's been great so far I just hit the like one year mark Of mm-hmm. like really committing to comedy um, Since moving here And I feel like it's been such a good year
1: Great yeah we it definitely has, see you uh making yeah. progress <laughs> uh
0: yeah you get you're out there you're doing it the i had no idea you were california's uh
1: number one speaker premier after yeah. dinner speaker
2: after dinner speaker yes ads I did this speech and it was sound about like a disease. It does sound like a disease. I think S T E sounds more like a disease, which is the other like name for it. And I did this speech about, um, like the fake bots that like helped like push Trump's agenda. Like when he got, um, uh, like, writing I was going to say hired. I wrote this. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote this. Yeah, yeah. I have I have yeah, I think I still have this speech like drafted somewhere. But what people loved about it was like I did it like it was a kid's show and I made these sock puppets of like oh, Trump wow. and Putin and I did the whole speech with like these sock puppets, and I still have the sock puppets in my apartment. I put I I got like little you know hand Emmett, mannequins. Do you
0: know Emmett Montgomery?
2: That name is so familiar.
0: He's a comic in Seattle, but he runs a show at uh,
1: the Tin Hat?
0: Well, no, it's called no <clears throat> that was another thing, but it's that the like joke. Is called Joke Tellers Union? But, oh
1: yeah, that's him and a uh, Brett Hamill But right? like where the, but, the clock out, the
0: clock out, clock out, lounge It's like a weird show. It's not just stand-up; he like, has all sorts of weird it's stuff. A
1: variety show. But
0: he loves.
2: I, I got those sock puppets. He, I should go. He
0: loves yeah. puppets. Yeah, like he he's, would. He loves, loves puppets. puppets. He'd yeah. be a shoo-in. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. He. If you could put on a comedic puppet show for him about, especially if it's about a serious topic, like he would book you for sure.
2: Oh my gosh! Noted. Ah, I'll, I'll have to ask you about that after this. Because I, those puppets are just They stare. They sit under my TV And they just stare at me all day and He's I'm like,
1: super right wing so you might need to make like a Joe Biden okay, No okay. I'm kidding That's, That's the opposite fair. of what yeah. him it is
0: You've probably seen him around He's like That big name is beard, familiar so I should know who Humongous beard, is. long hair you know. Very
1: elder statesman El- Okay, <laughs> okay. He's, at, uh, he's at Timmy's mic yeah. a lot
2: i haven't made it to that one oh, i,
1: thought I, see I you don't there. have a
2: car it's oh, hard for me to live? get places i live in cap hill oh okay but you
0: gotta get a car
2: okay so when i first moved here i drove up from california
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is like a big drive scary drive i had my car here all of a week and then I was driving to Ballard, and we were going downhill, and it was raining, and my car hydroplaned, mm. and it crashed into a tree. It totaled my car. I had to have AAA tow it to a scrapyard because it like wasn't worth fixing. Because I don't have like I live what in an apartment. What kind of car was it? A uh, Toyota Camry. Uh huh. And yeah, so I had to. I just took it to a scrapyard and they handed me $300 cash and then i went over to the AAA tow truck driver and i was like how much did it and he was like
0: 299 it was-, $2. <laughs> was
2: like <laughs> 295 and i just went keep the change yes and then i cried really hard and then i went home and then i learned uh, the public transportation system in seattle
1: yeah pretty good it is pretty, pretty good pretty good especially if you're on cap hill
2: yeah it's much better than uh, orange county california so
0: <laughs> you know you don't have to take the bus home there's the light rail
2: no, I know. I took, the, oh, light. I took okay. the light rail and I took the bus here. Okay. Yeah. Give the everyone my route. The bus. <laughs> I'll take the bus and then I'll take the light rail. Smart. Yeah.
0: You're going to take the bus from here to the light rail? Yeah. It's like a 10 minute walk.
2: But it's raining.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Well, maybe I will walk. I don't know.
1: I'll give you a ride to the light rail.
2: Oh, thanks, Jay. Oh, yeah, you that, hero.
1: He's going that way anyway. I'm an ally. Are you at the door tonight? <laughs> no, no, not me. I okay. was there uh, last night and the night before.
2: I won't be there.
0: I will. I'm popular. I'm on the popular show. You are popular. Very recently. Mm -hmm.
1: Enjoy (laughs) it while it
0: lasts. Yeah. I'll savor it.
2: For us.
1: Yeah. For us little people.
0: (laughs) Well, you got to get a car so you can start getting booked more because there's more gigs outside of Seattle. Oh, I know.
2: Oh, I just, I started going to Tacoma more recently. Good, good. And so far, so good, I think. Yeah. uh, but it's just hard. It's just hard because then I have to come back and I have to park in Capitol Hill, which makes it like not worth it, in my opinion. But then success is worth it. So that, you know, so I suffer. I suffer for my art. You gotta which do is it. Just finding parking. Also, we live in a one bedroom now. We moved, and mm. I, we have a lot. Our How building long have you been with this guy? Two years. Okay. Yeah. Um. We. Uh,
1: yeah. So you've got a place for a car now.
2: Yeah. So they have. They they have a. Uh, they have a like a parking lot for the one bedrooms. Yeah. So I I, I told him I was like I think we should get a spot because then I can park in the spot and I don't have to. I'm really bad at parallel parking. This is, this is why my car got totaled. My car got totaled because three days before that happened, I was trying to parallel park and I did such a bad job that I actually like scraped the car in front of me on the way into the spot. And then when I got out of my car, I was like, wow, those three lines weren't on that car before. And then I looked at my car and it had three matching lines. And I was like, that's Twins. too obvious. So then I scraped my way back oh, out of the spot. a yeah. uh, hit and run essentially. And I went and I parked somewhere else. And then three days later, my car got totaled, and I was like, "That's karma." Like that, that is karma. That's why that happened. That's
1: karma with a C A R. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's a good place to end it.
1: I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, right. Anything you want to plug?
2: Uh, I have a couple. Sh- I, I have a show I'm hosting at the Triple Door in January.
1: Okay, where's that? Oh, Triple is that the Triple Door. Uh, is that the Ben Whittle show? Yeah, it is All the Ben right. Whittle
2: show. Um, it's across the street from Benaroya Hall, which is where I work. So, you know. Where, uh,
1: so where's that? If you want to stalk Lauren. Oh, it's downtown. It's downtown.
2: It's, downtown. it's, downtown. it's by Pike uh, Market. It's by the market. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's a big. Uh,
2: it's a big like jazz big venue
1: space. Uh, isn't that where the opera performs? The Triple Door. No, Ben Arroyo Hall. Ben
2: Royal Hall is where the symphony performs. Yeah,
1: I work yeah, for the symphony. the symphony. That's what I meant.
0: What do you do for the symphony?
2: I work in uh, development, which is their like fundraising. Oh, I work in their operations, so I do all the like gift processing, customer service stuff.
1: Wow, makes sense.
2: I do donor relations. It's fun. Is it? Well, you know, if I had to put on a scale of like, you know, how fun is emailing a billionaire about like they're like free coffee card i'd put it out of two but, I but she like, works
1: in the arts But
2: i like i like who i work with and like i like my benefits are good and i work in the arts so okay and it's an art that i never did so there's like no pressure there's like a lot of my coworkers like were musicians and like now they do this and they're like i wish i could be and i was like that, yeah. that's not my problem yeah <laughs> so yeah do i feel smug yes
0: okay that's uh, all I got. That's all, all I got right. in
2: terms of plug-in stuff.
0: <laughs> Triple door. Ben Whittle, huh? All right. Yeah. Making moves.
2: Yeah. I was on the show with Jay.
0: It was a fun show. Yeah.
2: I didn't I'm, get asked back. And I'm going to host the next one. Well, I saw him on the train. Mm. And I like, you know, in my voice, I was like, I had so much fun. I would love to do it again. And then he messaged me and he was like, do you want to host the next one? And I was like, "Works." Yeah, no, that show, worked. I
1: remember it was kind of a, kind of a snooze until you got on.
0: Can you uh, mention me? Can you uh, tell us? Yeah, that? I will. Yeah. I
2: will. I would love to. I thought that was a good, that showed it up really good. Before I before yeah, I was on was the show, time. Trey was like, oh, I did the last one. It was not fun to be on because like, no one showed up. Yeah. And then our show, I felt like it, it got good reception. I felt yeah. like there was a lot, a decent amount of people there. And I got like 30 bucks, I think. So yeah. it was good.
1: No, you had a good set.
2: I thought you had a good set.
1: Oh, I definitely had a good set. But oh, they, okay. They, 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 <laughs> well, no, I remember how it went. They're like you were, you were third on the lineup, and the first two people were not so good. And yeah. then you got up and started killing, and I was like, oh, all right, things are turning up.
2: That's my best video. That was a good video. The best part of that video is at the end, Mitch goes, Lauren killed! And I was like, that's staying in the video. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a Mitch right. shout out. Yeah. Lauren killed.
0: Lauren Kilcroft, everybody
2: wow oh i'm gonna use that that's a good flyer name (laughs) thanks so much for having me on you guys yeah it was
0: a good time yeah of course we will see you around